Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today we want to talk a little bit about examining the scriptures for yourself because this is critically important. And in our current world, it is become too easy to listen to other people and to not examine what they have to say and uh, compare it against the scripture. Remember the scripture is the ultimate reflecting mirror to see what is true. James talks about this in, in chapter one. He says, he says to look at the law of liberty, to examine it. And he talks about how many people today are like people who look at them, themselves in the mirror and they go away and immediately forget about what type of person they were, okay? We don't want to live our Christian life in that heart. We want to look at the Christian life and we want to examine what the scripture says and remember it. And unfortunately, what tends to happen is it becomes difficult to search the scripture for yourself. It's inconvenient. It's hard. It's challenging. And so what we do is we collect for ourselves, as Paul wrote to uh, Timothy, he, you know, we collect to ourselves preachers who tickle our ears, the, the people who tell us what we want to hear, and then we tend to like to agree with the things that they happen to say. And where this comes into play and where I got the idea for this is there is in this town, I had talked about leaving a church at one point in time because the pastor completely openly rejected the Bible in saying that we were created male and female, which is, I believe, Genesis 126, I think. I mean, hey, first chapter in the Bible and uh, you're already off base. And uh, he says, oh, no, it's, it's not as simple as that. Like, yes, it actually is. That's what the Word of God says. And uh, But, of course, this church had a person that became good friends with all the pastors. And then, surprise, surprise, just a couple years later, he comes out to them. And now you have a friend who's in a leadership-type position in the church. Do you either do what is right and tell your friend, you know what, this is not consistent with the Christian teaching as the Bible, or do you be like, well, he's our friend and we know his heart, so okay, whatever, and that's unfortunately what the church to chose to do. Well, that church now, fast forward about three years from that point in time, it is completely adopting the LGBTQ stuff, which is completely inconsistent with the scriptures. They are, as I uh, just heard of recently from a couple of different sources, completely embracing critical race theory, which is literally racism against white people. However, nobody's calling the church out yet that all of the, the pastors are white males. Um, and allegedly married straight whales, so allegedly straight white males. So if they're really consistent with the theology, they need to step aside and bring in some, you know, black gay female or something as a pastor. Uh, if you really want to be consistent, otherwise you're just pandering. But as this, as this church goes on, this particular uh, LGBT activist who is in a leadership type position in the church... Well, he's leaving the church, not because they are finally like, okay, guys, we got to set, set, buckle down and see what the Bible says. No, he's actually going and taking it a position at an organization to write and to teach and to build training manuals for Christians. Now, I read this guy's book. He wrote a book about his coming out experience, and I read the book, and um, in there, he's like, you know, it, well, I, I believe God's calling me to be celibate. And you read through the whole thing, and um, 
if you're not well enough seeped in the culture and understanding what the different philosophies are, you may not see that his entire book drips on page after page with existentialism and postmodernism. The entirety is all about how he himself, it's not right for him. But when he's even asked on interviews, even years back, hey, is it okay for a homosexual experience to go on, he will not answer the question. In fact, he'll laugh about it. It sounds like the, the crazy cackling of Kamala Harris. <laughs> it's that nervous laughter when she doesn't want to do something. Well, he had the same nervous laughter. He's not going to answer it because if he answers in the affinitive to say, yes, the scripture clearly says that we cannot have a homosexual relationship and that is why I'm choosing to say celibate. Well, he's going to irritate a very large swath of the LGBT community. And in reality, if a person comes in and says, I struggle with same-sex attraction, but I recognize because of the word of God that that is a sin, and I am working my hardest to stay celibate because of the scriptures and obedience to scriptures, hallelujah, you're a saved person. It's just that your sin nature moves you in those temptations towards same-sex attractions. That There's nothing wrong with that. That's not a non-Christian viewpoint. But when you're saying, well, I think you probably can because it's in the context of love and, hey, marriage is now legal between same-sex couples, therefore, and this is why he wouldn't answer the question. As I listened to several of his podcasts as he went through the years, you start to see some evolution. He says, well, God's not calling that to me now but you can see that he slowly cracked that door open to allow for that as a possibility later and I wouldn't be so surprised to see in a few years he comes out in a full-fledged gay relationship because he finally found the one and um, the reason I'm going off on all of this and the this is because it's a good example of examining what the scriptures have to say because if you're just going to listen to the pastors then you're going to be led astray. And Paul writes here in Acts, uh, I guess Luke technically writes here in Acts chapter 7, uh, verses 10 and 11. The brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea, and when they arrived, they went into the Jewish synagogue. Now these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They had received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. So they didn't like, whoa, the greatest new preacher with cool tickly messages came into town. Let's just lock, stock, and barrel and believe it. No, they examined the scriptures. They said, all right, Paul, tell me about that some more. Okay, where am I going to? Oh, and Isaiah. Okay, let's flip through Isaiah. Let's read these. They're excited about it. They're reading it. They come back for more. They're examining the scriptures to see if what is true. Now, here's where this comes into play. Of course, I have the book, The Art of Shallow Neighbor, which has horrendous reviews on Amazon, and I completely knew it had horrendous reviews. In fact, it's such bad reviews on Amazon that it was blocked from selling the ebook. If you want the ebook, you have to buy it directly from me, <laughs> okay? Uh, but if you want the paperback book, and a lot, of people, a lot of people sell it, but then what happens is the book says things and is a critique of a book called The Art of Neighboring that people have heard nothing but good things about from their pastors. And non-critically, without examining the scriptures, they just buy into it all like lemmings. And then they just do whatever they say to do because their pastor simply said it without examination. Now, whether you're listening to your favorite online radio guru, I love John MacArthur, but even what he says, I want to examine what the scripture says. Okay? 
We don't want to just buy into the training material, which is possibly written by some LGBT activist who has infiltrated a Christian group, nor do we just want to listen to a guy who says something boldly and amazing. We need to be as the Brians, open up the scriptures and see if these things were true. So if you opened up that book, The Art of uh, Shallow Neighboring, the last 25% of the book is an in-depth critique for why The Art of Neighboring is a horrible, horrible book. But nobody wants to read that part. They just want to say, oh, my pastor says it's a good book. This guy says it's a bad book. Bad review. That's what happens. You know what? I'm okay with that. Because the prophets all had very bad reviews in life. Nobody liked what these guys had to say. Everybody's like, these guys are wrong. Well, who was right in the end? <laughs> the prophets. Jesus says it best. You know, which one of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? Did you not kill in the streets? Did you not saw in half? Did you not hang? Did you not drop into pits? Did you not exile? I will gladly take my step among the exiled to preach the word of God as the word of God is written in the scripture. And this is important because you need to go in for yourself, be a good Berean, and open up the scriptures. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to MacArthur. Don't listen to Alstine. Don't listen to anybody without opening the scriptures yourself, doing an in-depth study, and analyzing it. Is this difficult? Absolutely. But you know what? It is critical because the scripture is very clear. Only those who persevere are those who will be saved. That is what the scripture says over and over and over. You need to be opening up that scripture every single day, reading some scripture, and then read more. Get in, dive into some of these things. With that, guys, we'll leave this one here. Thanks for watching. You can find The Art of Shallow Neighboring on Amazon, other places you buy books, well, the printed version anyway. Um, ebook has pretty much been blocked for most of the places except for on uh, our publisher group, OWICPUB.com or OurWalkInChrist.com. So those are the places you can find those. Also, Payhip. Uh, particularly if you're international, the Payhip, uh, you can buy the ebook uh, version over there because, yeah, I control that store. Um, so with that, the link for the, the uh, page where you can find all the shopping links I know of is going to be in the description down below. So thanks for watching, guys, and hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is OurWalkInChrist.com.